Date of recording, the 19th of March, 2021. Song credit, Trips by Toffer Moore and Alex Elena. Welcome to episode 51 of Let's Talk Media with Vedanta Kori. For today's episode, we're talking about paying college athletes. And my guest for today is Miss Olivia Schlackman. Hey, Olivia, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to do this. Of course, you just want to quickly introduce yourself. Yeah, sure. So, hello, everybody. My name is Olivia Schlackman. I'm a junior here at Ithaca College. I am a speech language pathology major with a minor in deaf studies, and I'm from Mala, New Jersey. Yes, let's go, New Jersey. Let's go, New Jersey. <laughs> do you think Central Jersey exists? I'm just wondering. No. Okay. No, <laughs> End of it's discussion. North south. It's north and south, and that's it. Period. End of discussion. End of There's discussion, no period. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, so fun fact, you are the third Olivia on my show ever. So I asked the second Olivia, Olivia Merriman, what it's like to encounter and even befriend another Olivia. What is it like for you? It's definitely like, it's a good experience, but it's also like weird at first. Cause like in my high school, there was always like an Olivia in class with me. So like I was used to it. But then when I came here, like I didn't really meet a ton of people that like had the same name as me. Like everyone at least had like, you have maybe some repeats, like maybe two Jessica's or two Rachel's cause those names are more common. So when I met, there was one girl who's in one of my classes a few years ago and her name was Olivia as well. I was like, oh wow, they actually have the same name as me. <laughs> it's like kind of common, the name, but like it's not at the same time. Like it's not like one of those like extremely overused names, if that makes sense. As much as it's weird, like it is nice to like know that you have that in common with somebody and it's a good conversation starter. In the White House, the assistant press secretary's name is Vedant Patel. That is so cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's the small things like that that like blow your mind when you find out like that people who are in like higher positions of power like have the same name as you. You're just like, all right, we got that in common, awesome. Yeah, we got some representation. <laughs> we have some representation, I like, I like that. <laughs> Going back to sports, so what exactly got you interested in playing for, is it women's swimming team at the college? Yeah, like women's swimming and diving, yeah. Well, when I was younger, I always was like attracted to like swimming and like going to the pool and like being in water. And I think I was around two when I like first started taking swim lessons. And from there, like my love for like being in the pool kind of like snowballed. And then at first I just did like a summer team. And then I decided to join a club team while still like doing other sports. Like every other kid does, like they play like five sports at once cause they want to get like a nice wide array of like the different things that are out there. And naturally over the years, like I gravitated more towards swimming cause it was what I was good at. And then as I got older, I really developed a love for the sport cause it's almost like an escape from reality. It was a place I could go to, like forget all of my problems that were like in the real world. And I could just focus on one thing and one thing only. And that was just getting through the workout. And then I think I wanted to, like I discovered I wanted to swim in college probably when I was in like seventh or eighth grade, because I really wanted to like get involved in whatever school I went to in some way, shape or form. Like I didn't want to just be a student. And I've always like looked up to college athletes my entire life. So it was like a natural like 
instinct, if that makes sense. Like I just kind of went for it and started reaching out to coaches and then one thing led to another and here I am now. Awesome. So this is a long thing in the making here. You're getting into women's swimming team at the college. Yeah. And like, like my high school, for example, we didn't have a swim team prior to when I got there as a freshman. And my freshman year, that was the first year that the team was in existence. So it was also really cool to like make history in that sense. And even though like the swim and dive program have been around like for ages, like I still wanted to like come to the school and like make an impact on the program in some way, shape or form. Like kind of continue, continue that work ethic all the way through. So today's topic is about paying college athletes. And this is actually one of the very first things I wanted to talk about when I came up with this podcast in January, 2020, but yeah. I just couldn't find an athlete because COVID happened and the world just set us off on fire in 2020. Pretty much. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. It's like a snowball, like starts out small and then it just grows into something a lot bigger. And then eventually it just crashes and explodes. <laughs> <laughs> crashes and explodes that's a great way to describe it pretty much yeah i've talked to multiple people about this in the 24 right. hours before we started recording and there are very mixed opinions i've had people who say that they support paying college athletes all across the board in division one two three and others are like well only in division one because they have higher money and some say they should pay minimum wage and some say not at all so, right we have a lot to talk about today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so would you mind just explaining the different divisions? Because I'm not a sports person. Yeah, yeah. So I would say like division one is like, it's like you take a step down from like minor, let's say it's like baseball. Like you take a step down from like minor league and that's kind of like what division one is. It's pretty much like if you're going to a D1 school to play a high profile sport like football, basketball, baseball, or like one of those sports, you're going there and you're spending like 95% of your time at that sport. Like it's more of like a sports driven type of school. Like you're still going for classes obviously and to get a degree, but if you're going to a D1 school to play a sport, like your life is surrounded by that sport and your schedule is surrounded by that sport. D2, it's more of like a 50-50, if that makes sense. Like your life is the sport, but they also like put an emphasis on academics a little bit more than D1 schools do. And then D3 is more like you want to participate in a sport and you want to be involved and like give back to your school, but you also want to focus mainly on your academics. And it's almost like academics come first, if that makes sense. So like it goes from like academics least important all the way down to most important. So that's like the easiest way I could probably explain like the different divisions. And also with D1 and D2, if you're gonna get scholarship, you can get like money, like the school can give you money to come like, play for their team. But D3 is the only division that you can't get like athletic money. You can still get like academic money, just not athlete money. What about scholarships for D3? You can get like academic scholarships, but no athletic scholarships. That's the only, difference like d1 schools you can get like full rides like i know a lot of um students that like went to school in my county that got full rides i know that d2 i don't know if they give full rides but they can give like half rides like pay half the tuition and d3 yeah d3 you can get like academic scholarships like i got a lot of academic scholarships 
but um, D3 doesn't give um, athletic money, if that makes sense. I think we should just open this to the general discussion of what do you think about paying college athletes? When should it happen? And if, right. if possible, when should it not happen? Right. So here's the thing, like, because this is such like a general and like very broad topic, I can see like, I'm the type of person, I can always see both sides to every like topic. I could see why people would want them to be paid. And I can also see why people don't think it's necessary. So I guess I'll just start with like, why I understand people want them to be paid. The way I see it, like these people who play for these big sports, especially with like, it's March, March Madness is coming up soon. Like it's a huge media market and they're getting a lot of airtime on like ESPN and all the major like sports platforms and like all the big broadcasting channels. So it makes sense that like, they're getting so much playtime and they're getting so much attention that people would think, oh, well, if they're getting treated the same way professional athletes are being like treated, then how come only one is getting paid and they're not? Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I could see why people would want them to get paid because they are putting in a ton of work and they are dedicating tons of time to like be on the team and be like, they're giving up their entire like social lives pretty much to be on these teams and to play for the school because that's what they want. So I could understand why someone wants them to be paid because it's almost like they're doing all this work and like not necessarily getting rewarded for it, if that makes sense. Like professional athletes, like when they, like that's their job, like they get paid to play that sport. And it's almost as if like, it's the same thing with like D1 athletes, like they're like dedicating their lives and like, it's almost like a full-time job on top of being like a student as well. So I could see why like they should be paid because they do get a lot of attention. They do get like a lot of like publicity. And in addition to like winning games and championships, I could see why like people think, oh, they should be paid. That should be like a reward for them. But on the flip side, I could see why people say they shouldn't be paid because as much as they are getting all of that airtime and getting all that attention, I think at the end of the day, regardless of what school you go to, you're a student first and you're um, you're there to get a degree, even if it's like, like depending on how like high the priority is for academics, um, you're there to get like an education and to graduate and to hopefully get like a good job and a good career field. So I could see why people think that they should just stay the way that they are, because yes, they're giving up so much time to be on there, but if you think about it, that's also their choice. And the schools, especially D1 schools that can give kids full scholarships, like they're paying for these kids to come play for them for free pretty much because they're covering their room, their board, their tuition, their food, their books, like pretty much every single cost under the sun that you would need to pay for college, like they're getting money for. Like if the school's like basically like asking them to come here for free, like it doesn't make sense for athletes to like get money from being asked to come here. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it's like they're being asked to come here. They're being asked to represent the school and it doesn't make sense that they would be getting paid if like considering that they're doing this for like like for their school not necessarily for their job like there's a difference i think there with like professional sports and college sports because like professional sports that's your job you're getting paid to play the sport and you're getting paid to go out there and hopefully win 
it's similar with college like you train and you hope that you're gonna win but at the same time like it's not necessarily like a job if that makes sense it's like an extracurricular activity so like that's like the main difference that i see in like both sides of the table if that makes sense this came from the department of education i think 2017 it was definitely a few years ago in the ncaa division 1a Football made almost $30 million right. in average revenue. And that's an insanely high number, especially if you compare them to like other division one like sports, such as like swimming or volleyball or softball or like these other sports that might get some like attention from media, but they don't get as much revenue from them. Football, I could see why football would also generate a lot of money because like it's like one of America's favorite sports. Like every Sunday or every Saturday, you tune in and you watch college football or the NFL. Like it's something that's been like almost ingrained and in part of our culture. So I could understand why even at like a collegiate level, they would be, it would be that much, like bringing in that much revenue. But like, that's also where it comes into like, if they're already making that much money, like the school's already making that much money, like they don't owe it to their athletes if that makes sense. Like that's money that the school is making from like selling merch or like selling tickets, selling food at the games, like equipment, like that's money that they're putting into giving these kids the best possible experience they can. And it's meant to just be an extracurricular activity. Like there's a difference between like having a job and having an extracurricular activity. And with college, I feel like it's, there should be like a sense of professionalism, if that makes sense. Like keep it strictly like extracurricular and make sure that these kids be successful. And if they do decide they wanna go pro, then it can be a situation, okay, you want this to be your entire career, career equals money because if you want a job, usually jobs pay you. So that's when it all kind of like comes together. Yeah, I totally see that argument, but I think a problem with that is that I think I read somewhere that most college athletes don't go professional after college. Yeah, I think I remember, I don't remember where I saw it, but I probably saw it on like Instagram or like some form of social media because like stuff spreads like wildfire nowadays. And I definitely could see why, like, again, that college athletes think they should be paid, especially if they don't go pro, because it's kind of fair. Cause like, yeah, you're putting in all that time and putting in all that effort, but you're not getting like rewarded for it. So I could see like where that side's coming from because like in a way, like maybe, yeah, like maybe it wouldn't hurt for them to like get a little bit of money from the games. It doesn't have to be like a full blown like salary, like how like, much NFL players make, for example, but like they could maybe get like, I don't know, like maybe 5%, 10% of like game proceeds and like maybe a little extra bonus if they win. like. I could see how they could implement it in like a subtle way where it's not like extremely unfair, but like where it's like a comfortable like sense of normalcy. It's almost like like if you got paid like minimum wage at like a summer job, like you're a student and you're trying to make some money, but you're also like not being like, you're not being treated differently from like other people on campus or other teams on campus. I want to go back to the statistic I shared. So football made almost 30 million and you're swimming and diving, correct? Yes. Swimming and diving made $831,000 in revenue. Holy cow. That is a big difference. <laughs> yeah, 800,000 to almost 30 million. That's 
a lot. <laughs> and again, I think it just boils down to the fact that like historically, football's always been a more popular sport. Swimming and diving, as much as it is like something that's near and dear to my heart, I know deep down that there are so many people in this country who don't even think that swimming is a sport. And I think as a result, that's why it probably doesn't get as much attention as it probably should. Because even though it's like insanely popular in the Olympics, like once the Olympics are over, like no one really pays attention to swimming on TV. Football, it's like everyone's like, yeah, football, it's American. Like if you're American, you have to love football. Like it's basically that sort of stereotype that's like, it's the catalyst for why they're getting that much money compared to other sports. I had another question really into money. So as I'm sure you saw, there's this viral post about how there's yeah. like so much equipment, so much training equipment in yeah. men's teams compared to women's teams. How do you feel about that? I'll be honest with you. When I saw those photos, I was very upset because it's 2021. We've come so far in terms of like progress with like not like dehumanizing, oh my God, like, how do you, like, I can never pronounce this word, dehumanizing like cultures. Like we've been great at being like more culturally diverse in the media, more culturally diverse in schools. Like we've been so great as to like be more accepting of like the LGBTQ plus community, like of the transgender community. Like my point, like we've become such an inclusive world and we've grown so much as a nation. And I definitely think that the pandemic as much as it sucked, it did kind of teach everyone that like life is so fragile and one small thing can totally like change all of it. And it's important that we all like stick together and we treat everyone equally. But again, with equally comes the viral video. And that's a clear indicator of that there's still issues going on where women's sports, men's sports are being treated completely different. Like I know women's sports and men's sports have always historically been different. Because if you look at the salary of an NBA player, like they make millions of dollars. Like LeBron James is making millions and millions of dollars playing for the Lakers. And then you look at the WNBA and these players are not even making a quarter of what he makes. Historically, those differences, as much as they shouldn't exist, they do exist. You would think that at least at like the collegiate level, they would keep it the same because like I believe that that was wrong. I don't think that the NCAA did a great job at giving like each like sport, like equality. Like they hype up the men and they hype them up by giving them the best equipment, the best food, the best facilities. Why can't women get that? Why do they have to get a tiny little weight rack and like individualized food cartons, which I get the food because it is COVID and you shouldn't really be like sharing utensils and like sharing food with other people. So I get that. But like, why can't they get the same gourmet food that the men get? Like, there doesn't need to be this difference. Like, I believe when it comes to like equipment and when it comes to like those types of small things, they should be equal. Like, I think that there shouldn't be like a sexist divide and that men should be like held to a higher standard than women because women are just as amazing in sports as men are. So that's really like, <laughs> that's really my whole stance on the video. I just wish that the NCAA would have done like a better job at giving them each like each tournament like better equipment and better like overall like standards. I did a podcast episode I think uh, about a year ago in which we talked about how less than 10% of sports coverage is devoted to women's sports. Ten, less than 10%. Right. 
And that's insane to think about because there are so many incredible female athletes that are in both college and in professional sports. Like for example, I have a friend who's getting her master's degree at the University of Virginia in athletic training. And even though she's not like on the, the swim team, she still follows their statistics and like watches them as like a fan of the school, like fan, like supporting their school. There were, they had the, I think it was the division three NCAA championships. I think for swimming, it was either last weekend or like, it was either like, like two weekends ago. Point is like, it was at some point and these girls smashed their records and did insanely well. And like, were the champions like of their division in like their selected event. I had no idea. The only reason I knew was because she shared it on her Instagram story. Like it just goes to show that those small moments are not being covered by the media because the media are more concerned about highlighting all these male professional athletes and even college athletes. Like that's where like the whole like scouting process comes in. Like these people who are being highlighted on TV that are in college, it's almost like the media's way of like grooming them to become like sought out for like the professional leagues. So I just think that like, again, why is it only men? Like there are women who are just as talented and just as strong and just as like powerful, but they're not getting the attention they deserve. Absolutely. And you mentioned equal pay. So I'm on this website, it's called bestcolleges.com where it says, it basically evaluates whether college athletes should be paid. And one of the reasons it says is that Title IX could get messy with that because it says, uh, quote, Title IX stipulates that colleges must provide equal opportunities for male and female athletes. Does this rule apply to payment structures too, though? End quote. Yeah. And so that, that could get messy too. And it also says that um, it could get messy in terms of positions. Like, do we pay all positions the same amount of money from right. compensation that we get from all the media attention we get? Right. And that's where the controversy comes in because you say that you're thinking about like, like, let's say for some reason they decided, yes, we think that maybe they should earn a little bit of money from each game. But then it becomes an issue of maybe they're paying men like 15% and they're paying women 5%. Like there's still that like payment gap. And the fact that Title IX exists is great because it gives like women the security that they need. God forbid anything were to happen. And I definitely could see it getting messy when it comes to like, if they were to ever decide to give them wages or like give them money, because it's the thing is like, even it's like just a sign of respect. Like you're giving a woman, like, let's say they make like a hundred thousand dollars for each game and each player only gets like a thousand dollars. And then the men's is like making like 20 million off of one game. I don't know how far fetched that is, but like, you get my point. Yeah. Like, and then they get like, like a hundred thousand dollars. Like title nine says, Oh, like that's, sexist that's not being respectful and then it'll cause issues with the men's sports and then it's a matter of like the school like fighting to like get an equal playing equal playing field so that's like why it's so controversial because even if you were to start paying them there's going to be these wage issues just like how they are in like average everyday jobs because even in like real life like especially like back in the day like there were huge like wage gaps between like 
let's say it's like a woman doctor and a male doctor, same exact profession, same works with the same population, but one's getting paid more, one's getting paid less because of what their gender is. It's definitely gotten a lot better, but there's still like room for improvement. And now it's like trickling down towards the collegiate level. And like, I don't think that's okay. Like, I think like they're kids, they're just here to play sports. They're here to show off their school pride. They're, they just want to be all treated the same. And that's why women are having a hard time like playing college sports because they see like that the men are getting all this attention, but like we're living in an age where like anyone can do anything they want and anyone can be a, a powerful individual and set their mind to anything. It can get messy on both sides because once Title IX is involved, it's a serious case because they're the ones who really will decide, okay, yes, they're gonna be like paid equally hypothetically or not at all because in their mind, which I agree with, like if there's a pay imbalance, then why bother? They're basically teaching these kids, like if this is what's happening now, it's gonna happen in the real world and like get used to it. So I personally think that like, if that were to happen, I definitely think that Title IX would get involved and that's where things would get dicey. Do you think that compensation for college athletes should depend on the division because each division and each sport generally makes a different amount of money as we saw with how ridiculous football can be sometimes. Right. I do think that like if sports were to like give compensation to their athletes, like if they were to decide, I don't know if right now would be like the best time considering COVID is still going on and that's still like a huge issue and they're probably not making as much money because fans can't come to games or not as many, depending on like the state that you're in. But if they were to make a decision in the future about giving them compensation, then like that's the school's choice. They can make that decision. However, I do think that if they do decide to give a specific amount, depending on what division you are, I do agree with that only because like I said at the beginning, like the priority for athletics, like it starts out higher and then it gets lower as you move through each division. I agree each school should get compensation, but it shouldn't be like a huge like money difference. And that's if they were to ever decide to do that. But like in terms of like how much, like I could understand why like a D1 school would get more than a D3 school, because again, athletics are more of a priority versus at one division versus another. For a sec, I thought you said one division instead of one division. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I I kind of like caught myself at the end. I was like, that might sound like I'm saying one division instead of one division. <laughs> oh, it's all right. I think I think whoever's listening probably understands more of what I'm trying to say. That's fine. <laughs> Another reason I've heard that colleges get away with not paying college students, excuse me, college athletes is because they spend a lot of money paying coaches and spending money on so many facilities to show that they have less money than they actually do. I was wondering if you've seen examples of that. I haven't seen any like direct examples if that makes sense, but I've like heard stories because like, let's take like Ohio State, for example, like this school is a huge sports school and especially let's say football, like football is like their pride and joy. It's their child. Like they hold football to such a high standard at that school and their team makes a lot of money in like media revenue, ad revenue, like selling merchandise, like even selling tickets. Like they make so much money and they generate so much money for the school. And people will say, oh, well the school's being selfish. They're not giving the money to the students. Well, they're putting the money into giving the students 
a great opportunity to train in a beautiful facility, to have the best coaches out there, to have like the best treatment plans if they get injured. Like the school's not keeping the money for themselves. They're putting it back into these programs to make them even better. So like, again, there can be room for these athletes to maybe make a little bit of money, just a little bit. It doesn't have to be like a million dollars, like how like NFL players get paid or NBA players get paid, but it can be like a little bit of money, almost like a surprise birthday gift, like a, something you're not expecting, but when you get it, it's exciting and you just don't let it get to your head. Like, oh, nice. Like you win a game, you get an extra thousand bucks. Like there's really nothing wrong with like a small little increase. So like, yes, that's, like a possibility and it could happen but at the same time like if people are saying oh well they should be paid like a like professional athlete and the school's not doing anything about it it's because they're giving your kids an opportunity to have the best of the best when it comes to training like like recovery when it comes to food nutrition like everything under the sun the school is taking that money and they're putting it back towards them and they're giving them the best of the best so like i think people need to realize like it may not look like the schools are doing anything to reward the athletes. And a lot of people think, oh, payment is reward. Yeah, it's a reward. But also like taking that money you earn from games and putting it into facilities and into new locker rooms or new like, like I don't know, weight rooms. Like that's also like getting rewarded. I remember when Ithaca's like the A&E building was like being first being built. Like that was basically like the school's way of like rewarding our athletes for like doing a great job. Like it was a, like it gave them a chance to take the money that they were earning and put it into something good, giving like the athletes a beautiful facility to train in. Like it's one of the most amazing facilities I've ever like swam in before. So like, I think it's a good thing that schools are not keeping that money for themselves and they're putting it in to something that will actually help these kids continue to win and continue to make more money and keep the system going. Do you feel like they overdo it sometimes? Like I'm sure you've heard, yeah. I think this one college had like a pool in their gym locker room. I don't remember what college, but I'm sure you've probably heard of cases yeah. like that. I do agree that they do overdo it. Like I agree, I think, like I said before, it's okay to like definitely put some of that money back into the program and keep to help keep those programs afloat but it also comes a point where it becomes so excessive that it's unnecessary. Like you don't need a pool in your locker room. What are you gonna do with a pool in your locker room? Like go for a swim after a game? Like that just that just doesn't make sense. I could understand if they want a, like a hot tub in like the athletic training room or like an ice bath in like the training rooms because those are things that will help you recover after a game. Like if you're sore, you go in the hot tub, you relax your muscles. If you need an ice bath to like tighten your muscles so that way they like stay together before a game, that's totally fine. But like spending money on unnecessary things when you could be spending it on necessary things, that's where there's a problem. Yeah, you mentioned injuries and recovery. So I've heard and read a lot of stories about college athletes who broke their ankle or tore their ACL and they had to drop out because they didn't have workers comp or even enough money from the college. They just dropped them off like a hot potato. Right. And that's again, like where that whole topic comes back, like whether they should be paid or they should be not, because if they were to get paid, which like, I'm not opposed to either side in reality, like I'd support if it went either way. Like, that's why I say like, I see both sides. Cause like I would support whichever way it goes, but I agree that if they were to get paid, 
they could use that money towards if they were to get injured to pay their hospital bills or like if they need ACL surgery, like they can use that money for something that's like important, not necessarily like buy a house or buy like a like brand new Tesla or buy like a PS5. Like they can take the money that they earn and if they were to get injured, they can use it as compensation to pay their bills and to get proper treatment. So that way they can get back to the playing field or back to the pool or back to whatever sport as quickly as possible. Like that's where I think schools can definitely be more flexible and like helping students out. I mean, yes, like again, the divisions, how much money they give might vary. But I think that like if a student gets injured, especially if like they're in, like they're on college property, I do think that like the school could like should be held accountable to some degree. Because like if they weren't on campus and they got injured, let's say like skateboarding at like a skate park, like away from campus, then that's on them. They caused it. But like if it's in like a weight room and like someone wasn't being spotted while like doing a bench press, like that could result in serious injury and it happens on a college campus. I do think that the school should be held liable for some of the payments because if a student got injured on their watch, then they should be receiving some form of aid to help aid with treatment. And I want to get to likeness, but before that, do you have any final pros and cons you like to mention about paying college athletes? Yeah, as we've been talking about it, like the biggest pro that's come to mind is like, again, compensation for like things like paying bills or paying like, because some students like they need to pay rent because they live off campus. Like they would use the money wisely and they wouldn't spend it like, like mindlessly, if that makes sense. But on the flip side, like, if they're being given, like if these, let's say D1 athletes are getting money to pay these bills and to pay, like if they get injured or whatever, like then everyone's gonna say, oh, well, if they're doing it, then each other division should be allowed to do it. So like as much as it, yes, it can be helpful. And I do think it could work if they do it the smart way. I could see why it would create a lot of issues with, in terms of like being equal. Compensation for names and likeness. This is going to talk about using their name, their likeness, and benefiting from their likeness because I've read about alumni from college not being compensated because the college or I think it's a NCAA used their likeness in a video game or commercial yeah. without their permission and without any sort of compensation. Right. Like I could understand like maybe getting some stuff like after you graduate, especially if you left like a huge legacy on the school and like like media wanted to use you for like new projects or new like, like let's say like they were getting like brand deals from like other companies to like represent their new things. Like I definitely think that like it's important to get consent with those types of things because let's say like the school wants to like use you and like a poster for the upcoming like game schedule. Like remember this amazing player, he used to go here. Like we still have those amazing players, like come watch our games. I still think it's important that like, if they're being featured, let's say in a commercial for the sport or they're being featured in like a paper for the sport or a poster or whatever. If they're like being used, then they should be allowed to earn something from the profits because especially if the school's not going to ask, they're basically like using what you like gave them and they're using it for like the wrong reasons. 
they were to like have a conversation with you and be like, hey, we really want to do a commercial for the upcoming like NCAA tournament. Like, would you mind if like you appeared in a commercial? Like, like those co- types of commercials where like an old school player like walks out from the darkness and like makes an appearance. Like, we're gonna do this. Like, I'm back. Let's get this or like something along that line. Like. I think that they should be. It's like if like a kid was in like a peanut butter commercial nowadays and like every time it aired, they got paid. Like that's just common decency and respect. And if they're not making anything from it, then like they're be- it's basically them being used. So like, I definitely agree that if you're gonna use an alumni's name to make money, then they have to earn something from it. It doesn't have to be a whole lot, but at least something to like say thank you would be like, at least to me, that just shows common decency and respect. I'm looking at ESPN.com, and there are various examples. For example, uh, there is this one athlete named Todd Gurley. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but uh, his name's Todd, and he got suspended by the NCAA because he received money for autographs. In 2014, it says Gurley, then with the University of Georgia, received a four-game suspension because it was determined that he received $3,000 over two years for signed autographs and memorabilia. Yeah, and that's like where I feel like there's so many discrepancies because I know it's like common that like athletes will stay after the games and they'll sign like people's things and then those people will try and sell them for money. Like that's been going on for like ages. Like you could go on Amazon or eBay and look up like signed jersey from this player, like not like, $900 or whatever. Like you can go on any like selling website and find those things, but like they shouldn't be punished for that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Michael Jordan, for example, he went to, I'm pretty sure he went to the University of North Carolina. They could still sell the jerseys that he wore when he was a student there. And he's, I'm sure, making a little bit of money every single time that his stuff is being sold. So like, even if like, let's say a college athlete who the whole school loved and he was like a school hero, if he's not a pro athlete and not as well known, he still should be getting something, maybe not as much money, but just a little something to say like, like, thank you for, cause like they could have been the reason that they put the school on the map or they could have been the reason that their school won three championships back to back. So like, I agree that they should be getting something, especially if they're the school's trying to sell stuff like for money based off of what they did, because it's almost like, then why did I come here? For you to like use me to like make money when you already have like tons of money to use? It's like if someone like was gonna give you like a birthday card and then they decided not to give it to you. Like, that's just like, it's just not the right thing to do. It's not the right way to like go about it. They should be getting a little bit of money from it because to them, that's like, that was part of like their whole like life on the team. like. Yeah, like they were signing autographs to young fans because these kids looked up to them. Like they should be just making something. Even if it's not a huge amount, it's something. Yeah, and it really is terrible. It says on futureofworking.com that failing to abide by the NCAA rules, including the offer of an autograph for compensation can make someone ineligible to play, end quotes. And also like we mentioned the whole pro athlete thing, it says, Less than 2% of today's student athletes will become tomorrow's pro players. Right, which, I mean, it is a really low number, but when you think about it, like a lot of kids, when they graduate college, they want to, you know, they want a good career, they want a good job, they want to be able to like 
maybe settle down and get married or they may want to like dive into like bigger entrepreneurship deals like they want to like move on from college and like focus on what they want to do with their lives and it may not be like sports related and that's totally okay no one ever has you don't ever have to like think i'm destined to be a professional athlete because it's not meant for you it's not meant for you like there's nothing you can control about that but if let's say like this star basketball player just graduated i don't know let's say university of michigan and they're a huge basketball school like if this kid isn't going to go play professionally like i'm sure like he would want like especially if his autographs are being sold or his jerseys are being sold still in stores like you can still go and take one off the shelf and buy it like i do think that he should be getting a little bit of the money because it's him like they're still using him for money like they're not using him in like a positive way it's more like a negative way if that makes sense gotcha and we made a lot of points in this episode and so just yeah. so i guess tie it all together yeah if you had the chance how would you fix this whole issue of paying college athletes right so if let's say tomorrow or next week or next month the ncaa decides starting in for the fall 2021 season division one athletes can make say like five percent from every game that they play and this would be for all sports um i think that the right way to go about it is you you explain to these athletes we're deciding to give you a little bit of money because we think that even though like you're putting in all this work and it's making a lot of money for the school and yes we're giving it back to you by giving you nice things it is nice to like get another small little reward from doing a good job like everyone loves getting rewarded for doing a good job and there's no harm in making a little extra money it's not like they're gonna go out and gamble or they're gonna go out and like spend it on like useless items like at least most students i know would take money like that and put it towards something important like buying an apartment or buying a car or buying textbooks for graduate school like i think that if they go about it the smart way and they educate these students on ways that they could use this wisely. Because I think the reason people don't want them to get paid is they think, oh, if they're making money, they're gonna go and spend it on nonsense. I think if they like have like a sit down discussion with each athlete or each team, and they explain to them like, yes, we're gonna pay you, but we want you to be wise with your money and we don't want it to get to your head. Like, I think that they definitely, if they were to do that, it may not work for every student because every student has their own mind and these people can't like change their opinion in one like session or two sessions or however many. But I think if the schools be smart about it and they go about it in a smart way, I definitely think that it can avoid controversy because as soon as like it's generating controversy, then they're gonna take it away. They just have to, in my opinion, handle it in a way that is smart, is responsible, but also like makes sense to the players to where like they understand, okay, if we're gonna get this, we at least just need to be responsible and we need to not let this like ruin the image of the school or ruin the image of like the sport in general. Yeah, and again, like we mentioned, way back when pay men and women equally and give them equal resources like don't do what happened in that viral video where the men's teams have all this awesome equipment and the women have like one rack of dumbbells don't do right. that like yeah that's the other thing like like stop differentiating between each sport 
Like, yes, obviously they're different because one's a men's sport and one's a woman's sport. So there's that obvious like sex difference, but it's not the 1950s. It's not the 1960s. It's not a period of time where like sexism was more of like a common thing that kept occurring in our culture. Like learn to kind of grow with the times a little bit. And even if like, like obviously there's gonna still be like issues with like them not getting as much media time or not getting as much attention. Like at least do something where you can give them the same equipment because even if there's still imbalances, at least like the women's teams will feel like that they're being shown some form of appreciation. It may not be for like everything, but even getting the same weight room as the men can lift their spirits and motivate them to want to do well and want to participate. So I think in a matter of like, it's also like educating the schools and again, educating them that they need to just realize that there's nothing wrong with giving everyone the same equipment and giving them equal opportunities for food and for training and God knows what. Yeah, and obviously this is a different point, but obviously football is not going away anywhere. That's gonna stay number one for, I think history, because it's so ingrained in American culture, but at least try to balance that a little bit with the other sports. Right, and like, obviously like, there's no like, I mean, I know that there are like women's football leagues, but like in colleges, like not a lot of women like play football. So like, I could understand why like specific like gender sports may make more money than others. But at the same time, when it comes to sports, like, like football is a different story. Cause like football is like, yes, there have been women like players. And I think it's great. Like that the NFL, for example, had like female referees at the yes. Super Bowl. Like, it's great that they're finally like having them become coaches and having them be officials and like involving them in the sport. But when it comes to sports that have like a men's team and a women's team, just give them the equal things that they deserve. Even if they're not getting like the same attention from like outside perspectives, at least give them the same opportunities to the same things because they can still take those things and run with it the way that they want to. Yeah, and I I think the final point from me is that if you're not gonna offer them a good wage and at least offer them workers comp at the very least. Yeah, at least like give them something like, and this this like last like however long we've been talking has definitely opened my mind to points that like I even had no idea about. Cause like, again, like I said at the beginning, I see both sides and I would be okay, like regardless of which way it went. And if it were to go in the way that they get paid, like it would be not for pleasure, it would be for, savings or for medical bills or like rent like it would be for things that are more important than buying a ps5 or buying a (laughs) giant flat screen tv like i definitely think if they were to pay athletes at the least it should be stuff like money that they can use like it's like us getting stimulus checks from the government for COVID. like at least give them a little bit so that way they can like one they feel like yes we're doing something good we're getting rewarded for our hard work besides all the nice things we get, but we can at least be wise and use the money wisely. Yeah, I, I think using money wisely is very important because some of these students, and I remember this from my high school, some of these students signed these contracts to Division One, Division Two, Division Three when they were 16 years old. So coming in, them 
might not have a mature mindset when it comes to money. So it's super important to tell them how to responsibly use it. Absolutely. It's important to like, especially because a lot of sports like lacrosse, baseball, football, like they recruit at like really young ages. And that's always just how it's been and it probably always how it's gonna stay. But it's important that before they go to the school that they at least get educated on like, yes, you're gonna get money, but you need to spend it wisely and don't be an idiot about how you spend your money. <laughs> I'm sure some of them will, but yeah. if, if most of them spend it wisely, then it's going to support this idea of paying college athletes because it's just, if that reputation develops that they're gonna spend their money recklessly, like some people believe with the stimulus checks. Yeah. Because I've met people who are like, oh, millennials is gonna blow it on a PS5 or something that is not immediate. That bad reputation, I think, is really what's going to keep a lot of people from supporting paying college athletes. Right. And I think, like, again, if the schools are smart, they're really going to drill into these kids' heads that they need to be wise about this because if they mess up and if this turns into, like, a complete mess, then the college is just going to take it away because they don't want... They don't want a bad reputation and they don't want that to reflect on the school. And if your school is getting a bad rap for one thing, it can affect the entire school's reputation. So like, even though a lot's on the line, they need to just be wise about it because they don't want to look like Americans who are spending like money on stupid things from the stimulus check. Like they don't want this to like, ref like be the same thing as that. Like they don't want those similarities. I definitely agree. And so I have to say, we're at the end of the episode. Olivia, yeah. I learned a lot from this episode. Yeah, um, I did too. Yeah, you opened me up to a lot of different perspectives that I never considered. Yeah, likewise. Like, before, like, I knew enough to have, like, a conversation. But, like, the be and the great thing, especially about, like, media is, like, you can meet people with different opinions and they open your minds to so many things and then you'll learn something new. So I definitely think, like, as much as, like, you've learned a lot from me like the same thing could be said like i probably learned a lot from you that i like stuff i just didn't know before all right olivia so do you have any final comments about anything we mentioned or something you forgot to mention that you'd like to bring up um no just i'm glad that i was able to like be a part of this and like do something that's like out of my comfort zone when it comes to like personal things so i'm just i was i'm glad i was able to like give my voice about the topic of course, thank you so much. Like I said, I wanted to do this episode for a little over a year. So thank you so much for being yeah, here. Of course.